0: Welcome, welcome everybody to the Savage Beast cast. What episode are we on? Four? Yeah,
1: this has gotta be four or five. I'm not I'm not even sure. We gotta keep we we gotta do better organization of this. I don't we, we did the intro. We did the intro. Four. Intro crisis. Yeah, this is four. It's been a month.
0: it has been a month. Oh shit. Oh, happy, happy, shit. Month. happy month. There happy, we month.
1: Go. happy month, bro. Crazy. Crazy. Oh, it's been man. a
0: month. It's just moving along.
1: Yeah, man, it's it it's it, it's always fun to kind of get down and just talk and like. I mean, especially after a long ass day. Monday's my longest day, and just come up with a topic and just like chat about it and just like, like have like kind of like a mutual like just get down and fucking get get. Yeah. time. I mean, so it's fun.
0: Um. So our episode today is five boom or bust topics. Now, whenever Evan first brought it up to me, I was like, eh, I don't know how I'm feeling this because I thought they were just going to be like, let's talk about powerlifting. Let's talk about CrossFit. Let's talk about like bodybuilding. And I'm like, I feel yeah. like that's always the combo. Oh, yeah, and then he broke it down to me more. And he was like, nah, like, let's talk about some of the, um, some, some things that, you know, go on in fitness when people was like, all right, well, Fitbits and ice baths and shit like that. I'm like, oh, okay. I can, I can go with this a little more yeah. now
1: yeah it's a it's a it'll be a little different because especially like you know how it is people hop on trends here and there and they don't know if it actually gels with them or like what it's really about so it'll be good to kind of like see our take on it and see if it actually helps other people understand it a little bit better than just like diving headfirst into something buying x y and Z yeah. so much money and then not really working for them so yeah. we'll kind of do it like fucking oh uh, is it is it, is it, is it What's that ESPN thing? Part of my interruption, or just like get points, <laughs>
2: yeah. we're,
1: like, we're, like fucking bullshit. It's like dropping down fact. I get a point and then just kick ding. like I don't know, bro. bro. Really start What's getting
0: it? some money in this thing. We'll have like the shit on the screen if you exactly, guys to see. exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. I want graphics, I want all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Get, get an editor in here and let's get this shit going. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> so let's kick off with number one ice bath.
1: Okay, why don't you go for so, You go first, we'll we'll go back and forth. You yell at the topic. You pick Boomer Buzz first, and then I'll go, and then we'll switch. I'll go after for the next one. We'll go either or first.
0: I'm going to go boom, believe it or okay. not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, and um, so I did something that I never heard of until this year called polar plunge. You yeah. Ever, you ever done a polar plunge?
1: No, I heard about it. It's like one of those that it's like in the winter time, and you just go into ocean water like fucking cold as shit. You just like you yeah. with a whole bunch of people. Do you like is it like a race or is it like you hop in, you hop like what exactly explain that for me?
0: Um mine wasn't a race. I don't know if it is. I don't think they're races. Um, so I did it for a charity event. Okay. And uh one of my clients, um, her daughter is at like a Catholic school and they're raising like a bunch of money. They bro, they ended up raising over hundred and twenty-six thousand dollars because we wanted to fucking jump into a cold ocean. And I was like, this is genius. And the cool part, she told me, she was like, honestly, if you just have a cause, you can set this up so easily and raise money for it or something. Very true. So I was like, hmm, no, I can't swim. That's on my bucket list to be able to do. Okay. So initially when I heard like, oh, we're running into the ocean, I don't, I don't really think this sounds safe for me.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> especially in the cold. That's, like- not, that's not a good way to die. It's like, I, I, I went waist deep and I just fucking, I got cold and I fainted and I died. Yeah, yeah, nobody like I you.
0: chose this way to die. Too. Exactly. It's not even like, like exactly. you
1: know what idiot. It's like, it's like you choose you definitely choose that way to die. For me, it's like if I ever buy a motorcycle, I I i am I am not commit, I'm committed, I'm committing suicide because I know that's the way I'm gonna die. Like if I hop on a motorcycle, <laughs> like dude I'm doing something fucking stupid and I'm dying. I'm not seeing on motorcycle, I'm suicidal or like midlife crisis type shit, but whatever, keep going. So
0: the reason I'm gonna say boom, um I think there's just certain things that if you can, like, withstand it, it just builds a different type of, like, character in you. So, like, even, even like, doing the polar plunge, dude, that shit was ice fucking cold. Like, I'm in there literally, like, a regular hot beach day. As I'm running into the water, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing right now? Like, that's literally my brain process, but it just made me dive in and go. So my reason for going boom is not even so much of like the benefits that it's going to give you. I just think it kind of goes back to our conversation of like, if it's just certain like savage shit that you can kind of put yourself through and yeah. just like kind of like almost force your body to adapt to certain things. I don't see how that couldn't benefit you in some type of way. And I know like there's some people who like, um they'll have like the whole steel tub shit outside, dumping in the ice with it. They wake up. It's very, like, ritualistic for them. Yeah. And then, like, um these things like that are, um, they're causing them to regulate their breathing. And it's, like, it's pretty much, like, making you comfortable to be uncomfortable. Yeah. So, I don't think there might not, I don't think there may be so many, like, great benefits of, like, this whole, they say, like, it gets you to burn um brown fat and, like, all these things of oh, that nature. Cool. Like,
2: eh, like
0: there's plenty of ways that you can burn fat that works, you know, yeah. that's proven. Well, ultimately I think it's just like that character building thing for me. And I just think it's like that being comfortable, being uncomfortable and forcing your body to adapt to like extreme stimuli.
1: Okay. I like that. I am going to also go boom with this. And I'm more or less on the same page of you more of a, a mental a mental kind of mindset thing than an actual like recovery aspect of it. Yeah. It helps boost recovery and all that stuff. But I think people use it, um, as a, not necessarily a crutch. It's like, you don't need to use it all the time. Like I feel like people overdo it just to overdo it, just to say that I'm doing it. And it's not necessarily like a trend to do that. It's a trend to better yourself in that aspect of being in the more meditative state, getting comfortable with the uncomfortable, everything you're saying. Um, I'm leaning the only reason I will lean to the to the bus to the bus side is that and this is research that I found and like on Instagram and then I also read a couple things is that people use it for recovery but they don't understand when to use it and it's all about timing with everything else so the thing is is that people use it immediately after their lifts but if your goal is to gain hypertrophy or, or gain size and stuff like that immediately after your lifts is probably the worst time to do it because you actually want that sense of inflammation. You want yeah. that, body, you want all that blood flow to kind of hit you in the certain spots to actually gain the muscle. So if you're looking for to use it as recovery, and this is more just a tip, I'm where I'm not saying it's a bust, but this is just a tip for everybody that's trying to gain muscle. Try to avoid baths like four to six hours after your lift. Okay. Don't do it immediately. Or maybe do it first thing in the morning or do it right before you go to sleep. Cause all it's, there's nothing but benefits really for ice baths or like cold plunges or all that stuff. But just be aware of the other things that, that can that can happen that can affect you the other in the opposite way. But I'm going boom with this one. A hundred percent boom.
0: Yeah, I'm going, I'm going boom too. I think I'm gonna stick with it there. When it comes to like things like this, um you should look for this as your first. Source of recovery benefits, this comes like really, really later down the road when other things are in play and you yes. kind of want to like fuck with some other shit, but it's definitely not like at the top of the list of this is what I need to do to get x, y, and z and it's like it's it's like that thing that's gonna be point five or one percent effective, but that has to be in line with like. A really good recovery program
1: it's a it's a sub all this stuff is supplementary like everything is supplementary to your to your sleep to your uh training to your nutrition like if those are out of whack and you're thinking that ice baths is going to fucking ramp you up to recovery like next level you're an idiot go back work on the work work on the other stuff and add ice baths in to help everything else around like don't think ice baths are going to be your actual next for sure all right. Uh, fitness
0: trackers this is a okay. very very fun one we <laughs> whoop apple whoop. fitbit i don't even know what the fuck a aura ring is you got to so, tell me
1: about that one yeah so aura ring is like a, a whoop it's a whoop but it's just a ring instead so i mean oh, okay it,
0: I it's that. a little bit
1: more detailed than a whoop in the sense of like it tells you a lot more of your body heat um aura ring is a little bit better for sleep just in the sense of like it just gives you more information i think again i haven't used an aura ring i used a whoop but um, the O ring is just on your finger. It's annoying to lift with. That's the worst thing. About, mm,
0: yeah, rings are a little yeah. rough to lift with. Period. So rough.
1: But anyway, okay, I'll go first. I think I'm gonna go bust, and I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna uh, go okay, like, going you're, bust. You're you're
2: <laughs> I'm gonna go bust anyway.
1: because it's, because people think it's the end all be all. Like you get me? Like I I also don't think it's a hundred percent accurate, especially the fact that all of these things are in your extremities. I mean, there's not a lot of blood flow that goes into your wrist. There's not a lot of, like, blood flow in your fingers and stuff like that to actually give you accurate heart rate, accurate calorie tracker. I mean, it's good to for base data for people, um, especially those who don't know a lot about their body. It's good for introductory phases. Like, I believe it's good for that. But I don't think you should be following every single fucking thing that it tells you. Like, Whoop was used to be a bitch. I used to hate Whoop in the sense of, like, I would be it would tell me I would be at like 98% recovery. You know what I mean? But I would sleep six hours and I would be fucking tired as shit and I wouldn't want to lift. But when I was like 68% or 70%, like I would I my my lifts were the best. Like my recovery was the best. Like I felt optimal, like my optimal was like at 70. So it never read me right. And it never felt like it was. And then at the same time, it's like I'm such a scheduled person that I'm sorry, if I'm if I'm at thirty three percent like recovery or whatever like that, I'm still gonna train because like this is the only other time I have. Like I'm not gonna be like, oh, I slept like dog shit. I shouldn't train at all. You know what I mean? I need to focus on recovery. Nah, like I still need to train because this is the only time that I'm able to get this time in. Like if I if I fucked it up, I fucked it up. I'm gonna work on that after. So it would be it would it'll be, literally okay.
0: tell you don't train this day though. It will be it'll like, yeah,
1: it would be like, yeah, it'll be like it'll be don't be it too intense today. It'll tell you it won't tell you not to train, but it'll be like 33% don't go past this strain. And when I tell you, like, my strain is super high when I'm coaching. Like, I burn more calories coaching than I do than I do training because, like, when I'm coaching, I'm moving, I'm yelling, my heart rate's up because I'm making sure people aren't dying. Like, my strain when I would lift, so, like, the max is tw- is 20. My strain when I would lift would probably be, like, a 10. You know what I mean, I'm still pushing. I'm still maxing and stuff like that. My strain when I would be coaching sometimes straight, like, eight hours would be, like, seventeen. So it'd be super high because like I'm walking around, I'm active, I'm moving, I'm like not thinking like all that stuff, and my heart rate's super high without me even noticing. So it would always get me a little wrong. And we, and now was, how does
0: the strain work? Is that like a zero to twenty thing? It's a zero to twenty. Okay. Yeah, it's a
1: zero to twenty-three every time you wake up, it automatically goes to four just because like, I guess that's like a, the base level. So it will be zero, but four is more or less the base. And then throughout the day, it'll just like calculate your heart rate or whatever like that. And tell you how much strain you have. If you have a, uh, sometimes like even when I'm resting or I'm sitting down on a day, like I'll have like a 10 strain doing nothing. You know what I mean? Just because my heart rate might be a little higher depending on what I'm doing. Mm. So it always, it never got me right. And then it always stressed me out more because it gave me too much information. So I'm guess, I'm going to say bus, depending on the person in the sense of, like, if you want to start gaining information on yourself, it's a good start. But don't take every single word or every single thing that it gives you as at face value. You know I mean, understand your body by yourself and then do it. Like, I mean, I now I'm intuitively doing everything and I feel way better than I did with the loop. OK, so.
0: My answer is bust, but let's just go boom for the fuck of it.
2: Okay.
0: So if if we're looking at gems and we're looking at let's say um emeralds and rubies, because I feel like that's what this um I feel like that's what this um fitness tracker would be attracting. Emeralds are people who love facts, um rubies are people who are like challenge seeking.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: if I'm one of those, um just to simplify for people who don't understand what we're talking about with gems. So if I'm one of the, the emeralds who is moving a lot on fact and we want numbers and we want data, then this is going to be something I'm going to lean towards because I need hard evidence, whether it's complete accurate or not. As the emerald, I'm probably going and realizing that, all right, for me to spend X, Y, Z, this can't be the most accurate thing in the world. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's giving me a number. so. Whether this is the exact number or not, this is the number that this thing reads for me. Yeah. But so now I can kind of take an average of whatever this number is. And this is what my recovery is. This is what my heart rate sits at. So now anytime that I'm active, I'm going to be based off of whatever these numbers are. And maybe the Ruby side of me, if I'm a Ruby in that case, is I'm going to try to beat the trends that's here or i'm going to um work on getting my recovery here just simply because i see whatever that number is and i want to get it better yeah so i do feel that for people like that as long as they can build a relationship to where it's like they're not driving themselves too crazy with the numbers mm-hmm. but as long as they have like this consistent data that they can that they can kind of like refer back to i yeah. do see a lot of positives with it. Um, somebody like me personally I'm very very old school in training I don't wear any type of like technology I don't track macros anymore I don't um, that was a very small phase when I did that I don't wear the heart rate thing I don't care about the spikes or whatever like I know what I feel and i like I'm just very intuitive with myself in that nature so I don't and I guess I, that's kind of how I am, which is probably going to lead to some of these other ones that we're going to talk about. Just in general, of just like my approach with like fitness is a very like uh, holistic type of way and a very um intuitive type of way. Yeah. So I'm not really so big on just um, things that are being read read to me, you know, because like you said, like the inaccuracies. But I can completely see how someone who move so much off of data and numbers whether they feel like those numbers are complete accurate or not it gives them something to process now
1: yeah i think are they taking it with a grain of salt is very important and i think like having some data is like is good for for most people but at the end of the day if you're looking for something that's like super accurate especially with your heart rate if you're one of those people like don't trust the apple watch so much like i would get a heart rate monitor like obviously, because the heart rate monitor is like right next to your heart, it'll tell you exactly. It'll give you direct feedback on on what's going on. So, um, I say bust. I know you were gonna say bust, and you were just playing devil's advocate. But again, I think it's it's good for a base level, but don't take take everything with a grain of salt and start learning your own body your own way.
0: This is what I will say though, and I think Evan kind of hits into it, it earlier. When it comes to like trackers and stuff like this, um, they're good to use. For a period of time, especially when you're breaking into something, because it kind of gives you a gauge on what's happening. Yes. So um, like that's when I that's how I started tracking macros and stuff. It's like, all right, let me see what these portions look like and what they kind of measure out to. So now over time, it's like I can kind of look at a food and not have the exact number, but I know what range I'm in. Yeah. For the most part. Like I kind of know what a portion of four to five ounces of meat looks like. I know what a portion of four to five ounces of like carbs look like mm-hmm. um so these things just kind of help because like i tracked it at one point and now it's like i build the skills that i need for sustainability of health over time if i really really needed to dial in and do like some really specific goal or something like that then maybe i will go back to measuring or something like that but for me personally, I haven't had any hard sought out goals for myself in quite some time to where I had to do that. Yeah. So a lot of it is just like intuitive eating, knowing that right, I shouldn't go too crazy on this or I need a like, I'll just kind of know when my protein feels low for a day because there's a certain like grogginess and fatigue that my body will go through. Nice. I know what it feels like when I need hydration, like my mouth starts to water and it gets dry and like. My lips start to like peel like you just see like little things that happen when someone's like like um uh, lacking hydration, but I've also been doing this for like since I've been twelve or thirteen years old. so yeah. there's stages where like I needed these type of things to kind of set me on track. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm at this point and I've built this relationship, like i don't I don't feel like I really need to to revolt back to these things unless I have like this serious, serious thing I'm pushing towards.
1: I'll add, I'll add just one more thing and then it's just I think do it have data and use it intentionally I think people just gather data to gather data just be like oh like I got check I, I got check this off check this off check this mm-hmm. off and don't really think or feel and that's more important than checking stuff off so like think about it in the sense of like I need to understand instead of just checking checking the check off because then if you just check to check off, you're going to be using that book and that those apps and those er- everything forever, especially that you have to pay for fucking whoop and you have to pay for the Aura Ring. Like just start understanding your own body, learn, be intuitive. And that's the only way to do that is to gain experience and have the data. So be intentional with the data that you gather. That's all I'm going to say.
0: For sure. Um, which kind of leads right into biohacking.
1: Yeah. Is it my uh, turn when- is it your turn or my turn i
0: want you to break down biohacking again yeah. to people um okay. like when you first brought it up to me i had no idea what the fuck this was but yeah. i did watch some videos on it i was like ah, uh, okay now the funny part is everything they're saying it doesn't sound like hacking to me
1: it doesn't so it's, <laughs> it's, it's very interesting and i think it's it's confusing in the sense that like people are making it confusing to make it to be like, oh, I'm so fucking genius because I'm gonna make it confusing. So biohacking hacking is like hacking your body to optimize performance, like taking certain supplements or working on certain mindfulness techniques, exercising in a certain way that is conducive to your body. So then it works and it performs optimally. So like these people kind of like dive deep into this holistic approach but like they take it to like the next level. Like they'll like I showed Terrence's video, or I saw this video. I don't know if I sent it to you. You There's- sent me two videos. I watched both. You, but I said I saw one more after. That. I forgot to send it to you. Mm. It was a uh, this lady interviewing this guy, and this guy had like so supplements is like a hack, more or less. Like a hack is a version of a biohacking. He takes like four or five shelves full of different vitamins minerals and supplements to optimize his performance he takes some certain like like certain days certain certain of them are like in a study and like he just has his fucking whole list of stuff he times his day he practices fucking like typing and like he types like 150 words a minute and the motherfucker doesn't think he's gonna die like at the end of it he's like you know that's what
0: it sounds like
1: yeah so like it's it's this it's this this it's almost like a cult kind of thing that people are starting just to be part of something, but it has a good intention, but I think it's just overloaded. You know what I'm saying? This like, shit I,
0: is super overloaded, bro. This is like, like being a vegan time 12.
1: Basically <laughs> it, it's like, like I want to be in the best health so I can either be at the most, at, at my peak performance or live as long as I can. And like the guy was like, so she was like, Oh, how old, how old are you? And he said, he said, she was like, what do you mean? How old am I? It's like, how old are you? He's like, do you mean my biological age or my cell age? And I was like, bitch, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I,
2: was like,
1: I am 34, but I biologically claim I'm 25. I'm like, what are we doing? Like, I don't understand it. So it, I guess it was like in the view of like watching somebody else do it. That's in the extreme. And maybe like he's very in the extreme. And like some people take little bits and parts of it. Um, but if I'm gonna if I'm gonna explain, I'm gonna go first. I think it's a bust, like to the 19th degree. I understand. Advocate on this, yeah, yeah. You got you. <laughs> I you can't do, play do, do you do you want can't. me to play devil's advocate? I'll play I mean, if you want to go for it, okay, but Jesus, I'll play devil, I'll play devil's advocate in the sense of I'm gonna say bust, but I'm gonna play devil's advocate in the sense of it's intentionally good. It's an intentionally good thing. It's like vegans to the egg. Ex- to the 19th degree. It's about optimizing your whole life to be at the peak of your performance in every way. It's like you're getting better sleep, you're getting better recovery, you're performing at a high level in the gym, you're performing at a high level at work. Like it makes sense in the sense of you doing all that stuff. Um, and it's also like shortcuts. And this is why I say it's a bus because I don't like the word shortcuts because there's no real shortcuts to doing anything. But I get it in the sense of like people just need shortcuts just to kind of like, again, just check mark, check mark, check mark, which I think is stupid, but whatever. But in the sense of Devil's Advocate, I do like the intention of the direction it's going in the sense of like everybody wants to be better in some way, shape, or form. And you can take bits and pieces of it. Like I found it interesting that the guy, like did what he did to like get better at typing because that was part of his skills. Like he needed that for work or something like that. Or um he was taking something to optimize his blood flow, like things like that people. It helps you understand your body better because he was like, I'll try this and I'll try that. And I didn't like this. And this worked a little bit better. So I do like the fact that it helps people understand themselves better And they can take different things or try different foods and be like, oh, this is better for me optimally. Because you have to be very in tune with your body. And that goes back to the fitness tracker of like, like he ate this thing and then it made me feel better this way or whatever, like that. Or had I had a piece of broccoli and like I felt amazing, or like beans aren't good for me. Like, I don't know. Like it's playing devil's advocate, it makes sense in the in the sense of gaining as much knowledge as you can to live optimally. But it's just like so far in the 19th degree of the fucking world like these motherfuckers are on mars type shit like yeah it's not my thing at all but i get what they're going for
0: yeah it sounds very much like robotic-ish type shit like, they're trying to turn
1: themselves. So like it, when i was
0: watching that shit it was like am i watching like the terminator being created yeah, like So that? like
1: another part too and i forgot to mention that it's like sometimes like some of these people put chips in their body to detect or read or or like whatever it is like They'll put real technology into their body to, like, feel better. And that's, again, like, those guys are on fucking Mars. But, like, it's crazy. It's just you guys have to watch it if you guys don't know what biohacking is. Like, it's very interesting again. But, like, don't dive too far deep into the rabbit hole.
0: Now the crazy part that I got, um, like, as I was watching them talk about biohacking, like, the, the key part was just, like, it just sounded like they were saying wellness things that anybody should be doing to take care of themselves. you know what i mean and it was like they put this fancy term on it called like biohacking but i'm watching this it's like oh you're talking about watching your food you're talking about your performance you're talking about hydration like you're talking about all these things that make up you know um a healthy lifestyle and someone being connected to their lifestyle and that brings them back into like intentional um there's no reason you need four shelves of supplements dude so it's like at, at, like I are you trying to change your cell makeup and trying to do all this other stuff you know how much money you're gonna spend and just trying to fucking keep up with these supplements and then you, you know how the average person doesn't even understand macros the right way mm-hmm. they don't understand nutrient timing and and um how to rest and recover so now i'm telling them to take this supplement at 8 15 after you did your 37 minute workout and then at 9 13 you're gonna do this like bro that shit is a headache and it sounds like it's work to live that shit will never work for anybody it's not gonna work for the average person dude not even the above average person like it's literally just and the reason why i said vegan because it's not like i'm against vegan but veganism kind of almost created like this cult-like feeling to where it was like them against other people who don't believe in being a vegan you know um it's even like what crossfit does with you know people that are crossfitters um it, it creates like this box where it's just like our way is the way and you guys need to you know jump on the way that we do these things because you're all doing it wrong type of thing but it's like, yeah, that just sounds very, it sounds like so much work, and it just sounds very unrealistic for someone to even live their life that way. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, it's, yeah, it's like, I, that's that's where I was just looking at it. But ultimately, like you said, intentionally, it's just kind of like perform better, live longer, have more quality of life, sure. But like, nah, dude, That that, like, just watching it just, it, it, it makes you go like what the fuck is this like what there's no way that someone's going to be motivated to um to sustain some of this it's just impossible
1: i think i think it's the the i think what it is is i guess is is marketing terminology it's like it's the same yeah. thing like putting like uh lose body fat or like gain muscle tone or stuff like that like things that like sound intriguing to people and then jump on it even though it's basically saying what we're all saying you know I mean, like you have to like train to like get better performance or what X, Y, and Z, whatever the fuck we all these trainers say and all we say. You know what I mean, it's just like something to, to catch people's attention. And the other thing about biohacking is the word hacking sounds interesting in the sense of like people like like the gems that we we're talking about, Emerald's like they're all about data and like sh- like making sure that things are, are easy and like they have a shortcut to everything. Shortcuts don't get you anywhere, but people will always search for them. Mm -hmm. they will always search for a fucking shortcut to get to something a little bit faster and if this is the way they think to help them get there faster they'll fucking do it because they're sure want to work hard enough to get to or work hard enough or have like an understanding of anything to actually get what they need to get and that's all it is it's just a shortcut
0: and and the funny part is the shortcut is literally just changing your habits that's what people don't realize Mm
1: -hmm. That, that
0: that's the shortcut in itself yep The amount of shit you can achieve once you recognize your habits and change your habits, then you kind of realize like, oh, I can achieve these goals quicker than I think. But most people just aren't really doing what they think they're doing in their journey. That's why you don't get the results that you think that you're supposed to be seeing.
1: Yeah. Nobody pays attention to their own actions, man. Very contradictory between what they say and what they do it's crazy Mm -hmm. so once they once you have that in lines makes life easier but a lot of people don't all
0: right um mini workouts or exercise snacking and exercise snacking is like eating during your training
1: no so exercise snacking so this is interesting so i'll explain it again so mini workout exercise snacking is like short workouts instead of like let's just say a whole workout an hour workout is a meal it's a short five to 15 minute workout and it's like little snacks throughout the day to accumulate the volume that you need to like get the like the the work that you wanted to get so mm. like exercise yeah so it's like real quick workouts like you can just do push-ups squats whatever and then go on your merry fucking way um i'm gonna let you go first this time that's
0: a boom for me bro okay it's it's a boom for
1: me but it's a very um
0: You have to know what your intention is for it though. So this is actually like a a tactic that I use, like when I'm working with people, like if you want to get better at pushups, I don't want you to do a full pushup session. Like I want you to accumulate your volume of pushups over the day. So maybe it's like at hour one, do five. Hour three, do five. Hour five, do five. Hour six and seven, do another five. Before you know it, you got sixty pushups in a day. You repeat that shit five times a week, and you're sitting at like three hundred pushups at the end of the week. Okay. But either ways that I that I kind of look at, um, like this scenario works. There was a girl that I had. I was like, I want you to do X amount of squats every single day. I care about the total volume that you get. Not necessarily within the whole day span. Not necessarily within this one session, because um, your body's building the motor patterning and your body's building the skill. So I don't want to. I don't. I'd rather you split fifty squats up within a day instead of instead of trying to crush fifty squats at once. Because once fatigue sets in, your body's not going to be able to learn it, and you're just kind of like going through the motions, and you're just yeah. kind of like killing it. Okay. Um, I even like the idea of like little conditioning bursts. So maybe, like, a a hard 10-minute session of, like, some crazy kettlebell shit. Um, And I use kettlebells just because I've been using kettlebells so heavy lately. But, like, five rounds of just, like, a nice little circuit with a kettlebell. Like, today I was doing a a clean um, push press into a squat. I did, like, three to four rounds of three reps of that, like, no, of four reps of that circuit like that torch, bro. Mm. And I just had like a nice, heavy enough weight that, um, that like gave me a stimulus. Core is on fire. Um, my heart rate is up because I was sticking to like a 30 second minute rest period. Upper back is on fire. Like little things like that. I do feel like they have carryover and it plays into uh, a busy schedule. So it's convenient. Yeah. So I can't, I can't see, I definitely see moments where, um, these things exist, but, To get, like, an intense workout like that, you have to have a certain fitness level. Yeah. You know, so, because you, like, I always say with people, like, you can't push high intensity if you don't have a foundation to push high intensity. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So, in a sense of you building a skill, I think it's beneficial. In a sense of maybe you just want to do some light cardio work, I think it's beneficial. But to actually like build your fitness level off of something like that, I think it requires I think it depends on what foundation that already exists for you, because I don't think a beginner can go in and do 10 minutes of like something that's going to really challenge your fitness to go to the next level. But they can do 10 minutes of building skills yeah. and building foundational pieces or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. So I think that, that that's where I would go and where I can see that um, it's actually very beneficial.
1: Okay, I'm going to I'm going to say boom, and I'm going to take it in a little bit different direction than you. Okay, I'm going to say boom. And I think the most important thing about this is that it makes you more active throughout the day. I also don't think I also think this should be a supplemental thing instead of people's end all be all, because there's no way that you can get to, again, like Terrence said, a certain fitness level by you just doing five minute splits throughout the whole day. It just doesn't work that way. But I'm gonna take it in another direction where I do believe what you're saying is, is true. I think accumulating fatigue, uh accumulating volume in a certain technique helps. I like this in the sense of being more active, in the sense of going for a five-minute walk, going for a 10-minute walk, 15-minute walk, something to something low impact to help boost your steps and be a little bit more active and walking throughout the day, even if that's like being in your office and going up down the stairs or Doing whatever, like going through the parking lot, taking the extra way around, parking super far away from something, like little things like that that can help you be more active. But I also think this is also important mobility-wise. And you kind yeah. of said that with your position. I think five minutes of sitting on the ground, like out of nowhere, or five minutes sitting in the 90-90, like two to three minutes sitting in in, in, in a deep squat position on the wall, like um uh thoracic extension like something something to to help you move the body in different ways in different positions just real quick like you can always add mobility and just like rotate here and there or whatever like that you can even do it in the chair so i like it in the sense that it helps build like activity level because a lot of people are a little too sedentary they'll work out and then they'll sit for, for 10 to 15 hours a day. Or like, that's a little exaggerated, but you get what I mean. And it's not for some people. Though. actually it's true. Like they'll go, they'll go to work, they'll work out and then they'll go home and they'll still sit on their ass. So technically I'm right. But I, I like it in the sense that it helps boost activity levels. Cause a lot of people are living a very sedentary life, even if they're working out, but I like it more for the sense of mobility and accessing more range of motion throughout the, your day. Instead of sitting on the ground, instead of sitting on the chair too much, move around, open up those hips, sit down in a, in a squat position, sit down in a 90-90, stay on the ground more, shit like that.
0: Yeah, I'm actually going to um, push more in that direction too because one thing that I've, I feel like I've been preaching a little bit over the past month is Oh, there's a lot of there's a there's a community of people that just kind of look at it like, oh, I worked out for the day, uh, I accomplished. Like, I don't need to move for the rest of the day. Like, I would actually rather take the person who does exercise snacking. Let's say you do 10 minutes of movement every hour for a 12-hour day. And most people, everybody's up 12 hours a day. Yeah. Because it's kind of like the same, um, It's kind of like the same thing that I use for, like, drinking water with people. I'm like, it's very easy to actually get 100 ounces to a gallon of water if you just structure it. Yeah. You know, if you're just trying to drink it all in one shot, it's not going to work. If you did, like, 10 ounces of water for 10 hours straight, that's literally 10 ounces an hour. That's Mm. like one of those little white um, plastic cups that you might find or those clear plastic cups. It's like eight ounces, give or take. so it's like if you just do like one of those and just kind of like almost treat it like you're watering yourself every hour, you'll be hydrated. Yeah. Period. You know, yeah. so and I kind of look at that in a, in a sense with movement. Like if I'm just looking strictly from like a movement basis part, because that's how I do look at It's like I don't exit. The only difference from working out in movement is working out is a structured plan of of movement that you're going to do. Yeah. Every anything else is. That's not necessarily like a structured plan that you set for yourself. It's it's not considered exercise because it's not structured, quote unquote, but it's still all movement at the end of the day. Yeah. So it's like, I'd rather take someone who is consistently finding ways to be active throughout their day, opposed to someone who's like, I did my 30 minutes and nothing else matters for the rest of the day. Because the fact that you're still trying to be active throughout your day is going to dictate your moods your stresses and even the choices that you decide to make now
1: yeah it's not that it, 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 and the Terrace's point it's really not that hard once you really kind of like put it in smaller things i think people like like to think about these big grandiose things like like i worked out an hour and i'm done throughout the day or whatever like that but like if i think like everybody's very sedentary and even more sedentary than they think i think that's the yeah. problem people don't understand how sedentary they are and then they struggle and they bitch about like oh i'm not able to to lose weight or or do x y and z or i'm always tired all the time or whatever like that well you're in the gym for an hour you go sit behind the computer for a couple hours a day What yeah. else are you doing? you're playing with your kids you're walking there like even though it's more work to be active like people need to understand The more active you are, the more energy you gain because you're more active throughout their day. So like it's not even though in the beginning, boom, the more active you are, the easier it is. It's it's not rocket science. It's just the way our body, our body adapts. So and
0: check this part, right? The more active you are, the more you'll be motivated to be active.
1: Yep. Boom. And so a lot
0: of people can't find motivation is because it's like, I did my workout, and now you're dreading the next time you have to move. Sometimes because you literally just don't feel like movement. Opposed to someone is like, I'm just moving all the time, so I'm kind of not even thinking about it. Like it's just habit for me at this point.
1: Yeah. and it's going back because you're just dropping gems. Action comes before motivation, but Motiv- motivation doesn't come first. I mean, you're just not gonna fucking wake up and be motivated. And yeah. do you think? Do you think? Uh, Terrence been working out since he'd been 12. I've been working out since I've been like 15. Some days I don't want to get the fuck up at all fucking action. Like I just like, man, I'm just going to have to do it. You know what I mean? So it's actually because before motivation, if you're waiting for motivation to come, that shit ain't never going to happen. But the more you're active, the more you're likely you're going to be motivated. Boom.
0: And and it even kind of goes into like the way that I train sometimes. Like there's days where I'm going, I really don't have the energy to like go balls to the wall, but I know I have the energy to do something. Yes. And that's what's becoming fun with like the kettlebell flows and me getting into it and stuff like it's still promoting all the movements and things that I love to do, yeah. but not like I'm going in this hard style, kill myself type of thing all the time. Um, yeah. There's some like I'll wake up in the, in, the, in the morning and be like, oh, this is the day. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting busy in the gym. And then some days I'll wake up and I'm just like, I need to move. I need to exercise. But I just don't like like I want to move, but I don't feel like putting myself through hell today. Like, I just really just don't feel like doing it. Like, I have no, I have no energy. Or I have no intention in my brain that I just feel like going through violence. Like, I just want, <laughs> I, but I want to have fun and just move. And, like, activity is fun to me, so I like to do it. But I'm like, nah, I don't, I just, I don't want to swing the 200-pound kettlebell today. Like, yeah, I
1: like, I just to... That motherfucker ah, stayed right there. Yeah, it's, it, it i'm a little bit more structured than you i like to have a plan and like sometimes the plan don't don't go according to plan i just want to fucking move and feel good like whenever i tell somebody like i need a week off from the gym they're like what are you gonna do like nothing like i had this conversation today like i'm taking a deload week just randomly before my before my competition like in a couple weeks because i am dead fucking tired Mm -hmm. You get me like i was like i need a week off he's like what are you gonna do your week off like do you even go to the gym he's like yeah i still go I don't kill myself. I'll do basic movements. I'll do movements that make me feel good. I'll have a little bit of fun here and there. I won't kill myself, but if I'm moving, it makes me feel better. So then I can come back the next week even stronger. You know what I mean, I think people like take that week off. Don't do anything. And I feel worse. You know what I mean, like, nah, I like I'm, a big fan, I'm a big fan of taking deload weeks, but I always have to be active. If I'm not active, then it's like, I feel groggy. I feel worse. Like I can't. So Active. Just be active. See for,
0: for me, like I have a it's I'm actually not as unstructured as it sounds. Like the way I view my fitness currently now is like it's in tasks. So it's like um there's like weekly tasks. I know I need to complete three boxing workouts a week. Okay. Now whether this is Monday, Thursday, Friday, or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is like my I just have to check off that I made sure I did my three boxing workouts. I'd like to have two heavy kettlebell workouts a week or two strength workouts. Primarily my, my strength workouts have been heavy kettlebell, but like I, I personally don't do any more at the moment than two just hard strength workouts. Yeah. So that's a part of my task. So there's already five things of movement there. I take aerial yoga once a week, Mm -hmm. So that's six on my list. Um, Walking, that's something that I try I try to like keep in on a on a weekly basis. But so it's like when I have these tasks, um, it's just like okay, did I knock out my too heavy or oh, a new task that I have now is every day I get in the gym, pick up the sandbag at least once. Like that's just that. that's my thing. I just have to pick it up, whether I decide to throw it on my back, whether I take a lap and walk with it real quick, I have to pick it up and I have to feel it. Like that's my thing. So nice. it's like, for, yeah, I have these little things that I have to check off. Certain things are a little more structured because it's like I I take a boxing class Tuesday every morning. Like that's my hour that I do for that. So whether I'm feeling great or whatever, blah, 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 that's structured as like an appointment for me that gets done on that Tuesday. Um, aerial yoga is the same way. I make I do it like every Thursday. So it's like um, whether I'm feeling great or whatever, blah, blah, blah. That's my appointment. And then I just kind of go in however I'm feeling for that day. Okay. And then um, like my heavy kettlebell stuff being that I'm more controlling that and it's not like an appointment that I'm setting with somebody else. um, I kind of feel out when is an appropriate day for me to do it. And a lot of this stuff sometimes happens on the same day. So I was like, if I have that time, I'll do my aerial yoga here. I don't look at it like, oh, I did aerial yoga today. I don't have to, I don't get the, I don't need to move again. It's like, nah, I'm going to hit my kettlebell shit three hours later in in this time frame or something like that. So I don't really look at it as, and I and technically I'm working out multiple times a day, but I probably don't even look at it that way because it's just like,
1: it's just moving. And if I have the
0: capacity to do it, I'm going to do it.
1: Yeah. It might not be at a high level. I'm the same way, so I mean, I don't have like week tasks, but like I get three, at least, at least three BJJ classes a week. That's like mandatory. If four is possible, I'll do four. at least strike train twice a week. You know what I mean? Four BJJ. And then I'll do conditioning at least twice a week. I'm walking mm-hmm. at least every day, 20 minutes. The dog helps a lot. And, oh, like, that's great. I yeah, with yeah. The dog. So I'll I'll make sure I walk the dog every day, but it's also like my time to be away from everything. I don't bring my phone or anything like that. And then I have salsa class. So some days like I'm, I'm moving multiple times a day and it's the same thing. It's just me being active and me being doing stuff that I want to do.
0: Now you're 20 minutes of walking. Is that in one shot or just that's what you want to accumulate? That's like day?
1: one shot. That's more or less one shot. Like I have, I, I at least like my, my, I have my schedule to the point that I have at least 20 minutes throughout the day, either walking on a trail, or walking just around my apartment with the no. dog. Yeah, you know I mean? If that's like walking around the block or like a bigger walk, if I can, like I'll walk him. It don't matter. Um, cause apparently the doctor said he's fat. So I need to walk his, out. <laughs> Not that fat. he's like two pounds, but like, apparently he's fat. I walk that motherfucker every day. He's still fat. Um, but whatever. Oh, um, yeah. All right, let's go. Let's get to this last boomer bus. I don't know how we, we said, seg- we said way really far away from that. Let's, <laughs> yeah. go, let's go to this last boomer bus. Okay. Uh, so we're going to go into, uh, GI health supplements. Um and GI health supplements are os- gastrointestinal supplements, um, you know, cooping supplements. Okay. So what do you what what do you think? What's boomer bust? I
0: hate vitamins, I hate supplements, all of that type of shit like that. So um it's funny, like people ask me, like, so what supplements do you take? I'm like, water. I really don't
1: <laughs> he, said, he said water. <laughs>
0: I'm, I've never been, like, a big pre-workout person. Um, I had little phases where I, I guess, like, tried pre-workout. The most I'll do is, like, I'll have protein powder available for, like, um, for, like, convenience if I ever, like, need something like that. But, yeah, I'm just, like, BCAs, none of that. And obviously I know these things work, but I guess for me it's always been more of a um, – I never feel like – I should be focusing on these things if the things that I know to work just aren't fully aligned. Yeah. Like I know I don't get a full eight hour sleep every night. Um, I know there's some days where my water can be, you know, better. I do hydrate myself pretty good for the most part, but there's still certain things that just might be inconsistent. And I don't know if that's because I don't have like this hard out, challenge or competition that's like right in front of me or something like that so in my brain it just kind of goes to well to be healthy and to live this long longevity life clearly my performance is at uh, like an all-time high like I don't feel the need for me to really partake in some of these things um if my stomach my stomach is giving me issues my first um thought wouldn't be to Hey, let me put another foreign substance in my body to help what's already going on within my stomach. You know, like I'm going to look within one, I'm gonna look into lifestyle. I'm gonna look into stress because stress can fuck your stomach up really bad. Um, I might want to get my hormones checked. You get like I, I like there's so many other things that I would wanna really check the baseline of before I feel like I need to put a pill in there to see what the pill's gonna do. Cause a lot a lot of times once you use something now it creates this side effect and this side effect you got to get something to create this side effect so then it becomes like this loophole that you find yourself in when you start dealing with like certain meds and certain medicines and shit like that like you take this med to combat this med but this med gives you this side effect and here and here and here this is like
1: kind of trying to address the root of shit first Yeah, it's always funny watching those like those medicine commercials, and then the side effects are always worse than what the medicine is. It's like you go get you go get like a GI like your uh, Crohn's disease thing. It's like oh, you could also have thoughts of suicide. I'm just (laughs) like like what the fuck do you mean suicide? Like like they're always fucking worse. I'm like I don't understand. Like am I should I take it or not? So it's uh, I'm I'm gonna. I am. This is the only one that we're going to disagree upon, because I think okay. I, I I think supplements are good, but I think people take them way too far. So, like, I take a probiotic. I, I I'm i very intuitive in of my stomach and I don't eat enough of what I need to eat. I know, like, I'm not very wide in my vegetable range. So, like, I don't have stomach problems, but I take a probiotic just in case. Like, it's all precautionary for me. I don't take it because I need it. But I understand how important gut health is to people. And people need to understand how important it is to them. Because, like, if you ever think about having a little stomach ache, it just ruins your entire day. You can't do shit. It's because your stomach is your second brain. So, like, once mm-hmm. it's shut down and once it's, like, uh, irritated, like, your whole system is all fried. Because there's a lot of fucking nerves and all this stuff, like, that are in there that it's very sensitive. but. I think GI supplements are good. I think the way that a lot of people do them are just too much like prebiotic, probiotic, flax seeds, X, Y, and Z, this and that. You don't need all that shit. If you guys are drinking enough water, if you guys are eating the right stuff, you don't need anything. And what supplements are exactly that. They're additions to your nutrition or whatever the hell. So it's very hard to get everything. And I will always say that it is very hard to get everything. You need to eat a lot of shit to get where you need to go. And if especially if you're cutting or you're 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 dieting down, it's especially hard. So I the only supplements I take, and I don't take any pre prebiotic, like um not pre pre-workout. pre-workout, pre-workout, BCAs, like I don't I don't do that shit. That shit don't work for me. And then I don't like to be overstimulated too much, especially it gives yeah. me I'm not anxious, but even like probio like pre-workouts give me like anxiety attacks, and I hate that shit. So I take a multi, okay, because I know I don't eat enough veggies and shit like that. I take magnesium to help me relax a little bit just to chill. Vitamin D, because you can never have enough vitamin D and it also helps with your testosterone. Okay. And I take fish oil for shits and gigs. I don't think that it really necessarily does anything. I'm actually probably gonna stop doing that after because I've done research and it doesn't really do too much. And, then I take, uh, and I i take and that's
0: the one that they tell you if there's anyone you should take it's fish oil it's
1: usually fish oil i mean it's one of those things where like i take those supplements and i've been taking them so long that i don't feel a difference you know what i mean it's just like one of those things where like i don't feel like i need to take my multi or i need to take this but the probiotic like i can feel the difference like i can feel the difference okay. of me not being on the probiotic and me being off the probiotic just in the sense of like especially like if you are one of those people that suck on your diet it is a good thing to have because it does calm your ner- your 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 system a little bit um but that's the one that's the one supplement that I have that like I need it like I need this like this actually helps me um other than everything else but
0: and you get your blood work and stuff checked here, I need so to get my blood you know, work. Your so, I, don't do that stuff. so that. I
1: do I do agree with you I think people do need to check their hormones and their blood work a lot more than they do you know I mean I actually have never done it you know I mean, I actually have never mm. done it. So I actually do need to do it. I do agree with you. I think that's very important just to have like a baseline and just more data. Um, but shit, I should actually.
0: Vitamin D is typically one that like all of us lack. Yeah, like,
1: that's all of us lack. Very, black very black common
0: black. one. I know I was told I should take vitamin D supplements more, which I. Um, And it's literally the smallest supplement that you can ever find. Like, vitamin yeah, D, dude, is like the vitamin D is like the size of, not even your nail, dude. Right.
1: Like, it's so fucking small. It's, it's like, like a I, grain of I lose sand. it. If I don't see it right in front of me, I'll lose that shit. Yeah. But to get, to, for the people that don't know, to get enough vitamin D, I think, uh, what's his name? Um, fuck. Joe DeFranco. I heard this from Joe DeFranco. The only way to get enough vitamin D, and I might be misquoting, is to be completely naked, asshole out in the sun for at least three to four hours like a day so like it's naturally impossible for you to get enough vitamin through d throughout the day to have a healthy system so like supplementing vitamin d should be for everybody especially like if you are working indoors for eight hours a day but my girl gets on me all the time. We're not taking my shit. <laughs> I probably should take it right when we get up. of this. Yeah. So I say, I, I make sure that's the one thing I take. I take that and probiotics. At least those two I need to take every, I take every day without, without, without a, without a cause. Cause I know I need the vitamin D and I know I need the probiotic. That's it. But I'm booming, I'm booming GI sup- health supplements and I'm only booming probiotic. That's it. Okay. That's not Anything else outside of GI, of, of that GI supplement, boom. Uh, You'll need that shit fair point
0: and um just to, to to close in on that too um it is important and like evan and i both said we can be better at it but it is important to get your annual checks on your numbers get your labs get your blood work you know um i know for younger people they give us a hard time trying to get your you're like getting your hormones checked because they're always like well why do you want to know that or whatever blah, blah blah you always need like a reason yeah. if you have the luxury to do it it doesn't hurt to have the information you know so at least now you kind of you even know how you need to approach certain things on maybe um your heart rate might be a, too high at your resting or your blood pressure might be a little higher. I I I know I actually do have a little bit of a higher blood pressure. I've been like that for years now. I don't feel any symptoms from it. Um, and it's not like it's a crazy one, but it's more like a one thirty five. So it's kind of like a one thirty five close to one.
1: That's high. It's a little it's high.
0: A, yeah, it's a it's a little high, but it's not like one fifty, one sixty. But yeah, I I typically on my um on my systolic, I might sit around like a one one thirty-five. My diastolic is completely normal. Yeah. Um that. That.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I know like it's also it's also very good for like men to do it, especially like around our mm-hmm. age. It's like this is when especially like if you're fatigued all the time as a man, if you're fatigued all the time, like and you've done everything right, you've like you train, you eat right, whatever, like that. It might be your test. You know what I mean so yeah. like uh, that's super super important for your energy levels. So, like, that's something that you might need to get checked out. Um, so
0: very much so. If you're um moody a lot and shit like that, like it's crazy, bro. Like, I remember was the dude who went to our gym super fucking strong, bro. You would like 800, 900 pounds deadlifts on a weekly yeah. basis. Like, yeah. And they said when he went to get his testosterone levels jack 13 was the number i couldn't believe that yeah. and for people who might not know the numbers like 800 is like what you know a high yeah. testosterone level would be so you're pretty much looking at 800 maybe even like 900 a thousand for like yeah. the 18 year old man or something like that
2: yeah. so
0: you would be looking at this guy and you would be like oh his testosterone it's probably out the roof and he was completely drug-free. Like, I, I specifically that's knew a, like he was against that stuff. Question.
2: Yeah, he yeah. yeah. so he them.
0: was completely against that stuff. He didn't believe in it. Um, He didn't do it. But, um, yeah, testosterone level was 13. And the reason why he started questioning was because he was just noticing that he was very fatigued. Yeah. But I think he was one of those people, like, he trained so hard and heavy that it was actually um, working against his testosterone. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, train Training, you, you want to be at a sweet spot to where, like, you're challenging yourself and you're pushing yourself and you're being consistent, but actually, like, truly overexerting and not, I guess, I guess less overexerting, but more um, not recovering enough. Yeah. I think that, that's why I try not to use the word overtraining because it's like you're really under-recovering at the end of the day. So I think he was just under-recovering so much that, like, his body was starting to just take a shit.
1: Yeah. And they and your hormones play a major part in basically fucking everything. So mm-hmm. I think that's that's a big thing, not recovering enough, like always being fatigued. And you know, like, especially like if you're always being fatigued and you're always fucking, and you're overtraining or you're training and you're not recovering, Cortisol levels, like, does it inhibit testosterone and then elevate estrogen? Like, I forget the, I forget I believe,
0: the. Um, I believe so,
1: but I could be wrong. Don't quote us on that. Yeah. I'm not, don't quote us on that. I would like, need, I would need my
0: nutrition friend to come in with me and talk.
1: Yeah, but something like that. So like being overly having too much cortisol fucks you up with your testosterone levels and then having that throughout for way too long will fuck you up. So stress is a motherfucker basically. And even if you're strong as shit, it doesn't really matter. You should still get a test. Because like you can be strong as shit, yeah, you know I mean you still have like very low testosterone. Like it happened to, to one of my coaches at at a one of my schools, like, he was just fucking tired, overly caffeinated, highly stressed out, and you got his fucking test checked. He was like, bro, like, I am, like, mostly estrogen. Like, he looked at me, he's like, like this is crazy. It's just, like, you just don't know. And he's like, after he started taking tests, bro, so calm. And it wasn't, like, it was, like, a little, roid, like, roid rage at the beginning, because it was just, like, a spike. But, like, yeah. after that, he was, just, like, so calm, because everything just leveled out.
0: Well, yeah.
1: to conclude,
0: to uh... Bring our overall conclusion to this episode. Be intentional, guys. Um, your habits are gonna make your lifestyle. Don't be so quick to just jump on phases and what seems hot or you know what the um these shortcuts or these like quick fixes. Like you really want to be intentional with your with your health and your lifestyle. You want to continue to focus on your habits. You want to continue to find um recovery strategies that work and if you need the three recovery strategies that work is sleep nutrition and stress Yes, like those are the three right there if you can manage your stress if you can get um adequate adequate sleep and if you can fuel your body the way that your body needs to be fueled massage ice baths saunas all of this stuff is just extra and they just are like if I if if those three that I said is like ninety eight percent, everything else is like two percent. At that point, like you just gotta make sure that these things are in play, for these other things to like um, to even have a, like an effect on you like that. And that goes the same way with like um, with like your training and and your your nutrition and stuff like like just focus on your basics first before you try to throw in all these crazy supplements X Y and Z. Check your blood levels, check your labs, check your hormones, make sure these things are in place. Um, Always aim for real food first. And then like what Evan said, um, it is hard to get in a lot of other things. So if you need to look into certain supplementary things to aid you in the things that you're lacking, do so. But understand what you're lacking first instead of just taking random shit. And then it's like, well, you don't really need that you need more vitamin D and you're just like going crazy on a vitamin B supplement, you know? So it's just like little things like that. You know, like if, if I don't have wheels on my car, I'm not going to buy rims for it before I get the wheels, you know, like little shit like that. Like it's going to be, it's still not going to be driving anywhere.
1: <laughs> like- <laughs> oh, that was a good one right there. I'm going to buy rims first. Bitch, I'm going nah, to get those like pointy spinners, whatever the fuck they're called. But dazzle my spinners. But, but yeah, I think it's also important to have data. I think that is very important. So like, especially if you're starting off your journey, like haven't like, I mean, it's always, always good to get your blood work done, like, like Terrence said, but it's also good to have like a base. So like, if you guys want to buy a whoop and you guys want to get aura ring again, we might have, we, we might've put that down, but at the same time, it is good to start. It's good to have a side to understand how much sleep you need, how much you burn throughout the day of calories and stuff like that. Instead of guessing all these things. Um, uh and i mean that is super important for everything so do your best at being intentional don't just check mark to check mark learn yourself and also start trying as much as you can to be intuitive with your so that's the most important thing because once you're intuitive like everything else becomes easy i mean Terrence don't really have to think about anything other than making sure that we 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 get our check marks done because we're already so in tune with what we have going on
0: yeah, And thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Savage Beast Cast. We will catch you guys next week.
1: All right, bro. I'll tell you. I'll see you
2: soon, bro. All right, bro. All right.